0: GD Show, the show where we bring up a word or phrase to spark a conversation about the related media. This is your host, Jeff Blanchard, and my dramatic co-host, Eleanor. Hello, Dylan.
1: Hello, Jeff, and hello to all... People of Earth. Mamas. Welcome, because we have saved you some dramas.
0: Yeah. A lot of mama
1: drama. Yeah. Baby mama. Stuff, right? <laughs> I don't know what you're
0: saying. Uh, really? Yeah. Out of the two of us, I think you know more about
1: it. Uh, I I am lucky to not know too much about it. Um, well, <laughs> yeah. unfortunate.
0: I mean, you have a son, so you know kind of about it. Yes, but I would. But you were with like the. Person
1: yeah, I would. A dang. never refer to her as my baby mama, and baby mama. B uh would say that we are pretty amicable and <laughs> solve things uh civilly yeah yeah do
0: you do you like when people bring up i whenever people bring up the phrase drama in like i don't want no drama i'm like nobody that has it brings it up I don't feel like <laughs> yeah it. that is true
1: uh whenever actually yeah um well i I need to be vague about this, but I work in a field where I deal with a lot of drama, and, um, yeah, it's nice to disconnect from it, (laughs) and where in my personal life, I try not to carry a lot of drama, so, yeah, usually I would say yes, people who say I don't want no drama have a lot of it surrounding them, maybe that's why they don't want it, but it maybe is following them, but... I like to think of but I, it as the arts. I guess. I,
0: yeah. When I I just think like I think of like I use I've used Tinder before, and time I see someone's like I don't oh, do yeah. drama, I'm like, <laughs> I my mean, you thought is like nobody nope, brings it up that has it. Like
1: that is true. Yeah.
0: It seems like in my experience.
1: Yeah, maybe they're just being upfront and they just don't want to deal with your shit. <laughs> That's I, which I understand. Yeah.
0: Like bullshit.
1: Uh... Um, uh, but
0: what about as far as movies? Do you do you like drama, a dramatic movie, direct TV show? No, it's probably my least favorite oh. genre. <laughs> um,
1: I can't probably can't think of one that I dislike more than drama. Um, I mean, do
0: you like it? Like, do you like a like a com like a comedy like a dramatic comedy? Oh, would you, you just think of those two
1: comedy? I mean, they have the word for it. (laughs) Sure. Uh, Yeah, I think those two mix. Um, And I think dramas can be compelling, too. Uh, I have feelings, as stated on this podcast. Uh, Movies have made me feel certain ways. And so I think if a drama is compelling enough, uh, then it it just needs to pull at me. But uh, I don't know. It takes a lot. I think dramas are always sad. That's why I think I st- don't own. like them. Like, they typically revolve around, like, crisis or, like, despair. How about on the
0: thriller side of it? Do you like, like, a thrilling, like a, I don't
1: know, like the movie we watched last time? Oh, um, Silence of the Lambs? Yeah. Yes, I, because, yeah, I was thinking about that. Yeah, um, because that movie is, like, for the first hour, it's mostly just, like, crime procedural drama stuff. And then kind of uh-huh. gets very suspenseful and ramps up quickly uh yeah i thriller drama yeah i like that but i was i was really trying to stick to straight drama the arts in this one well not Uh, the arts i wouldn't say but i'm just like well i guess um one of my i guess actually both my movies are thriller dramas that i have listed go into it um have both of them star jake gyllenhaal actually Oh, is not Spider Man. <laughs> nope. Nor but oh, oh, boy. Uh, have you seen Nightcrawler? Zucker. No, not Donny Darko. I'm familiar with it. I've
0: never seen it. He's like a photographer, right?
1: Yes, I've watched that a couple times. And uh, Nightcrawler is about Jake Gyllenhaal. He's kind of he's kind of like this clever, kind of thrifty, almost con artist kind of guy. Like upon a lot of things. It's kind of a salesman kind of just like makes his way through life with gigs. And, um, I think uh, I it's been a while since I've seen it, but basically he takes on, um, a job as a night crawler, which is like a kind of freelance. Uh, yeah, he uh, starts, uh, teleporting through a hell dimension and works for the X-Men. Um, no. Uh he a nightcrawler is someone it's like a freelance videographer that gets um footage for news stations. It's
0: like paparazzi kind of thing.
1: Yes, but they I'm not sure if all nightcrawlers I think the term nightcrawler is like for people who like explore crimes and like disasters, fires, like wherever there's like an EMT or something because It's public you can be there and be videoing but you have to be like a certain amount of there's like rules and so there's like a bunch of competition between all these like freelance guys and uh jake gyllenhaal like discovers this world and like starts being really sleazy with all with this i think it's one um like news agency he's working for and he like ends up being really good and fascinated with it and they're like oh they pay for like the big crimes and um in like suburban neighborhoods that's where you need to get it and yeah he starts he's really shady about it he ends up kind of orchestrating a crime at one point to get like to be front and center and like get video of it
0: spider-man
1: but it's really jake gyllenhaal plays a super creep he's really good at it uh it's a really good movie and especially like having interest in videography um yeah it's cool i would definitely recommend it do you think like does Uh it does it show like the the videos he he makes? Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But you think
0: like are they well made? Like in the movie?
1: Um, uh, I don't know if they're well made. He's just really good at like finding where to be and like knowing where to be at the right time, and just huh. he gets like police scanners and like he just gets this whole like crazy setup. Nah, I don't know, I should do some research into, like, how accurate it is to, like, life of, like, crawlers are. So, like, there's certain rules. You have to stay 50 feet away, blah blah. Like, all this stuff. Right. But around the same time, I think before Nightcrawler was, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal was in this movie with um, Hugh Jackman, that's his name, Wolverine. Uh, called Prisoners. Did you ever hear that one? I have not even heard of it. It's, they're both really great actors in it. Hugh Jackman is just like this super pissed off, determined dad. It's about, uh, I think, Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal's the cop, and um, Hugh Jackman's son or daughter has been kidnapped, and so it's about each of them kind of figuring out who it is, having their suspicions, Hugh Jackman, like, takes pe- someone hostage and, like, tortures him. And it's super, it's, it's really gripping. Hmm. But that's, that's another good, I think Jake Gyllenhaal might be my favorite dramatic actor, possibly. Hmm. Uh, what was that other one? Was about the, the, the Zodiac Killer. He was in that, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Z- just called Zodiac. Definitely. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. That was good.
0: Did you see um, *Brokeback Mountain*? No, I've never seen *Brokeback Mountain*, but I you know, what? maybe
1: I back. would like it. Yeah, Keith Ledger. Yeah, um, and he was Do a you great like have you seen bubble oh, boy. I have seen *Bubble Boy*. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, glad that's Donnie over. Darko. And I have seen Donnie Darko, of course. Not.
0: What else does he? I'm trying to think of what else he's been in.
1: He auditioned to be Frodo, and I guess he like he has this really funny story about like botching his audition, just being terrible yeah. at it. Uh yeah. Yeah. Oh, he was in that movie about time travel on a train or something. Source point was Oh, source code? Source code, code yes. Yeah. Yeah, source point. Yeah. <laughs> there's probably another point
0: uh time travel like... movie. There was around that time. It was like just in Timberlake <laughs> or something, you know, like out of time. Oh or something.
1: yeah, that movie has a super interesting. Is that uh, there's a movie that what it's called uh, where it has like a super interesting concept, but it's like the worst like actors in it, and it's just really terrible. And it's about like currency being like your lifespan essentially, and like rich oh, people yeah, have yeah. a really long lifespan. And, I think Justin Timberlake is in it. (laughs) Yeah. uh, But I remember reading him and I was like, that is a great concept, but I guess it was horrible. Well. Poorly executed. It happens. Uh, Did you have any Jake Gyllenhaal movies, or did you have different? (laughs) I
0: I had a different movie. Uh, I had a, let me get the actor right, Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. Not Dennis Hopper. not, Not Dennis Hopper. It's uh, definitely Dustin Hoffman. Um, it's called Hero, or some, in Europe I guess it's called Accident in Hero. Hmm. Um, it is a drama about kind of like, it's, I think it's also a piece, uh, it's been a while since I've seen it, but he is kind of like a con man. Once again, he's kind of a con man, and he's a real piece of shit. Like, <laughs> a movie, he's a real asshole. He's separated from his wife, and he is this kind of dumb like, young son who, you know, like, kind of resents him a little bit. And it, very early on, he um, there's a big, like, uh, plane accident like, n- near the city, and he just happens to be around there, and he saves everyone. And because he's such a sleazebag, nobody believes that it was him. And then this other guy takes the credit for it, and it was, like, this homeless guy that kind of, and it becomes this huge hero story of him, like, being, you know, this one guy being held up because he was just like some random dude and he kind of becomes a hero again. and Dustin Hoffman is uh, just like like, I did it, I was the one who helped everyone uh, and it's this really interesting narrative between like, I don't know what you expect from people and like what they can do with you know, I guess in the time that they have to do the right thing and whatnot.
1: Mm. and
0: you know, the whole like kind of uh the way society treats you based on who you are and how you act and how you look and whatnot because i think the other guy is like it's like a really it's like andy garcia or something <laughs> like some handsome dude
1: huh cool yeah i've never heard of that one
0: yeah i like it When?
1: how old is it when's it from
0: i think it is 70s 80s um I, it was on Comedy Central huh. a
1: long time ago. Huh. Um,
0: I'll go real quick if I can, this is
1: interesting. Yeah, yeah, Dustin Hoffman. He is uh, he is a good mostly comedic dramedy comedy dramedy actor.
0: Yeah, oh I was wrong. It's uh, nineteen ninety two. Oh wow. Gina Davis is the female lead.
1: Yeah, what? I don't mean he doesn't play in much else, does he? What else does he act in? He's never like a superhero. I mean,
0: <laughs> he was Hook.
1: Oh, he was said in, that um, Hook that was fantastical. The
0: Graduate. Did you ever see The Graduate?
1: Oh yeah, but again, good, yeah, drama. Mrs.
0: Robinson, yeah. Um, I, I it's not a movie I want to saw. want, want, to, saw. want to see based on my preferences, but Straw Dogs. Using them that movie, Straw
1: Dogs. Hmm. Yeah. Nobody care to see. Gotcha. Yeah. I don't know. He's, I'm sure he's running a ton of stuff. I know, he's in Stranger Than Fiction. I'm. He's the professor. He always just... I'm just trying to think of the roles he takes, and yeah, he's always... Yeah. Old white but I Yeah, I mean, it
0: is... It is weird to think of him as Hook, though, because it doesn't yeah, seem it like doesn't it would be him. Yeah, doesn't
1: mold, no. Yeah. But he... Peter. <laughs> Man, my costume.
0: It's so good. Yeah. Like when the wig comes off. Mm. Give me my dignity, dick- 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 <laughs> Peter.
1: I have watched watch that movie again. Rufio. It's, it's on, on a Netflix, I think. I think that's true. I wonder if my kid's yeah. seen it. He's gotta watch that.
0: Is that too... Um... Is that too, like, uh, violent for him? No. No
1: way. I mean, a child does get killed by Dustin <laughs> I mean, that. um, Yeah, that's okay. At right. <laughs> that point, he's seen all the Marvel movies at this point, I think. Um, yeah. Hook is yeah. okay. <laughs> that's, like, the most, like,
0: disturbed... That's, like, the darkest part, because it is, like yeah i mean they're fight they come to the pirate like fight and they're bringing like all these like comedy weapons like they've got the marble gun and they've got like the thing that shoots eggs and I like the ewoks paint yep and then like dustin hoffman stabbing a child through the chest and they're like oh god you're like i'm dark so quickly
1: uh yeah i've not watched it through that lens <laughs> <laughs> I know why. i think i
0: should yeah I, well it was a notorious bomb at the box office really like, wasn't it a huge bomb in like supposedly one of spielberg's worst movies
1: maybe i mean i could see it was probably really expensive at the time it was like a lot yeah. of elaborate sets and costumes and i'd be yeah. surprised i mean we watched it so much at like after school care oh I, I it, yeah why. i mean i loved it but it's
0: just like i because I, I saw it on Netflix, and I researched it a bit, and I was just like, everyone fucking hated this movie. Really? It's got a weird, weird tonal thing that's like off, like with killing children. <laughs> yeah. The idea that Peter Pan is an immortal who's in love with this girl who then becomes an old woman. So that means he's as old as this old woman. Then he marries this woman's granddaughter. So that means he's like a 90-year-old man. Like, marrying this, like, essentially kind of grooming this young girl in one way. Yeah, I haven't watched this in a while. <laughs> I, think I was reading about it, and I'm like, that is not good. Because <laughs> he marries Moira, which is, uh, like, Mary's granddaughter. And he would see Mary for years and bring her nephews. Huh.
1: Okay. All right. Yeah, maybe it deserves a rewatch before I show it to my child. <laughs>
0: I mean, that isn't placed in there, but that is something that it is, is part of it. And the it's children
1: true. killing. Well, I guess Yeah. And killed a bunch of kids, <laughs> but they don't yeah. show it.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's just the Rufio's the only one who dies in the movie, I think. And Captain Hook gets, like, killed comedically. Yeah. By the crocodile
1: Big clock. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Hmm. But that is, like, peak Robin Williams to me. Like, I, I do love that movie, but it's just, like... I don't know. I looked through it a different lens
1: now. Yeah, I, I'm gonna need to look through lens. I probably haven't seen it in at least ten years. Hmm. Uh, I forget all
0: the banquet stuff in the beginning. It's so slow.
1: Yeah, I I probably tuned out a lot of like the non Neverland stuff as a child. You just remember your favorite yeah. parts of the movie.
0: Yeah, Toby Roberts in there.
1: Yeah, uh, making out with mermaids under the water. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, Julia Roberts, like exploding inside a, a lantern or something. I remember that. Yeah, not explode <laughs> like her guts exploded. I, re- but.
0: I remember. Like, I guess Peter Pan supposedly is the villain of those books, technically, because he wants. Because I guess, like, based on like the mythology of it, he would kill children once they got to a certain age <laughs> because he didn't want them to grow up.
1: Oh and the man! Pirates
0: were just trying to liberate them so they could experience adulthood. That's terrifying. It's
1: a weird. Yeah, it's a weird. Talking about. <laughs> uh, anyway, do you have a TV yeah. show? Uh, I do. I am currently rewatching. It is a sci-fi show. See, I can't go with straight drama because I don't watch any straight drama shows. Probably. Well, I don't know. I did for Anna, maybe, as we'll talk about later. Um. But I am currently rewatching a sci-fi drama with the famous Patrick Stewart as Jean Luc Picard of the USS Enterprise, and um, yeah, it's a sci-fi show. But they solve most of their issues diplomatically and with uh, kind of a jag of space. <laughs> Sometimes there was one of the episodes I did watch. There was a jag in space. Like, the, the Navy, uh... Oh. The Navy court, whatever you call it. Right. But with spaceships in a space station. <laughs> but, yeah, have you ever watched any Star Trek, anything?
0: I mean, I know it through the ether, and yeah. I've seen episodes here and there, but I've never, I don't know anything about the whole series, you know? I, you know, I don't, and I know there's, like, 20, you know, different series. So.
1: <laughs> there are many, yeah. Now, they've,
0: rebooted that one uh, recently the picard yeah that's you why seen I, that
1: yet? no that's why i'm watching next generation so i can and then watch picard
0: mentioned this a few episodes back um the series so did i talk about you... tng
1: before i was wondering yeah if i did <laughs> I yeah you didn't remember uh, what i what word it was for
0: i can't remember it might have been for sci-fi or futuristic maybe. oh
1: probably futuristic yeah
0: and, um, yeah, I, I couldn't remember if you were watching it then or you just remembering.
1: Well, I was just remembering because I had... Okay, story is, I dated a Trekkie. She um. really liked Next Generation. She started watching it with me. Um, and I started to get into it. We're not together anymore. And it kind of burned me for a while. <laughs> I was like, I can't watch Next Generation. But now I'm feeling... I've moved on and I can not watch uh, this TV show without associating with with a past lover. <laughs> I, I know
0: I know the feeling. Yeah. So, it's rough.
1: So now I am currently almost done with season 2 and I guess it's supposed to be best after the 3rd season cuz that's when Gene Roddenberry the creator died and I guess it got better after he died sadly. Huh. He was stuck in the old ways of the original series, I guess. There was just a lot of ch- modern changes that needed to be made costume-wise and stuff. Is
0: this the one with
1: Geordi? Yes, LaForge. He's probably my favorite of the bridge crew. And um, the guy who's
0: kind of like blank-faced and pale. Data, data.
1: yeah. And I just watched a super dramatic episode. It was the same episode where that took place in the Jag Court of Space or whatever. But it was like they were so Data's an android, that's why he's always like just blank faced and golden or whatever color he is. Yeah. But um they were trying to decide if he was property of Starfleet or was he a man, and the episode was called The Measure of a Man. And uh, it, it actually, it, it got pretty sappy, and it really pulled at my heartstrings at the end where, the, like, Picard is in court, like, making his argument for why Data is a man, or how we define consciousness or sentience at all within ourselves. How can we define it? If we can't define it in ourselves, how can we define it in something else? And it was just, yeah, it was him, and he had to go back and forth with his first-in-command lieutenant Riker and um yeah it was intense and there's no like a lot of the episodes they're not zapping people they're not fighting there's just kind of solving mysteries on a planet and then trying to like the prime directive I think I don't know they don't talk about it a lot I'm not great on my starfleet guys but uh prime directive not to disturb like other cultures and stuff and to leave it intact but yeah it's interesting it is interesting a sci-fi show from like an exploratory diplomatic point of view hmm. I'm not sure how the other series are i haven't watched any of them
0: right. yeah, like um like what is they, don't they have like an underwater kind of one atlantis or
1: is that Stargate? that's stargate <laughs> yeah. Okay.
0: I confuse stargate sometimes
1: yeah there's or lots of battle, stars battle ship Metal Star, Galactica. Star Galactica. I watched the first episode of that, but that was for like a drinking game, <laughs> specifically, yeah. not for leisure. Oh, but it is an investment uh, to get into Star Trek, so I can't have like wholeheartedly. Uh, yeah, I've watched a couple episodes of classic. Um, okay. not my Captain, thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Captain <laughs> Kirk, not my thing. I mean, I'm a Professor X fan, so. Maybe, I don't know. I haven't watched any, like, Voyager or Deep Space Nine. Though, I think Voyager is what people recommend after Next Gen. Kind of. They say, if you like Next Gen, you'll like Voyager. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'll take it.
0: And there's a fairly new one, like Discovery. Isn't yes. that a fairly new
1: one? Yeah, that, yeah, I think it's only a couple seasons in.
0: Yeah. And it's, uh... I... I listen to Never Not Funny, and, um, Jimmy Pardo's son plays young Chekhov, which is interesting because Jimmy Pardo's father-in-law will play Chekhov in the original Oh, really? Series. Huh. Yeah.
1: Cool. Keeping it in the yeah. family. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Walter Koenig, I believe. Nice. Have you seen any of the movies? The, not the, like, the new movie. I mean the, yeah, I mean the movies.
1: I've like the, seen um, all the new ones. Mm-hmm. Um which are fun.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, but they're... Yeah, they're not really... like I don't feel like they're what the original series was kind of about. It's a lot of right. shooting and exploding spaceships. That's um, yeah, a movie, you know. Yeah. to the they, they, uh, I, I haven't seen any of the old movies. There's just, like, a Maybe. bunch of those, too.
0: I mean, Wrath of Khan is a kind of famous one.
1: Yes. And... Uh, Into Darkness, I think, was the second Star Trek new one, and that was, like, a remake of Rathacon, basically. Yeah.
0: With, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Yes. Yeah.
1: Which, I've never seen Rathacon, so it was new to me.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) I'm sure that's blasphemous in some way. Do you have a long-running drama series?
0: Uh... It was, I mean, longer for the standards of this genre, I guess. I picked uh, two anime yeah, I'm to good. talk about, of course. Um, one is, it's definitely more of a comedy, but it has dramatic elements. I cheated on this one um, <laughs> a little bit. Because I'm like, there are definitely stuff that it tackles like uh, bullying and suicide and like uh, gender identity and um, uh, uh, kind of... Uh, various abuse type stuff um, Great Teacher Onazuka is the tale of a young delinquent a, uh, a Japanese Yankee as they call them
1: <laughs>
0: um, that becomes a teacher and decides to become the greatest teacher because he is like a super like kind of pervy horny guy
1: <laughs> Gross.
0: who's like I mean like uh, some characters are and he's just like, I want to become a teacher. Because that's where all the girls... Yeah. I get to hang out with girls all day. But it's got a lot of heart to it. He, he kind of... It's this kind of uh, school that has a lot of problems with the students that kind of arose when uh, one of the students uh, killed themselves due to her having a relationship with a teacher.
1: Really? Um, yeah. <laughs> And now this guy wants to date students? Uh,
0: I mean, that's how it kind of, his interest starts, but then he kind of creates his own mayhem. Like, he gets, um, he gets put into a situation where he kind of, uh, is hanging out with students, and he kind of gets his, he used to be part of this gang called the Ani Baku, which is like the, it's a combination of his name with one of his best friends' name, which was the Devil Bombs used to be part of this like crazy gang that used to beat the shit out of people. <sighs> and get into fights, but they're always like honorable. Cool. Cool. And it's him like kind of fighting the system like they're all these like asshole teachers that are shitty to students. And he just like like there's one guy who's really pretentious and he, he manages to um like get like a he challenges them to get like a perfect score. I can't like you're a loser delinquent you can't get a perfect score on this test and he tries to find like a bunch of ways to like cheat on it and all this stuff and the students they're like none, all of them are against him because they hate all teachers mm-hmm. and it's him kind of slowly like, winning them over through his non uh you know associated teacher antics and him having kind of the trust of only a few other you know of the people that work at the school including the principal who hires him
1: God, uh, so it, what's that movie in the 90s? it's Like stand and deliver. Uh, no, that movie in the '90s, of the lady who taught inner-city kids that were all delinquents, but well, then she took them to the amusement park and would teach them through.
0: Like Kira Knightley or something, like teaching uh, kids at
1: it No, it was earlier than that. God damn it! What's the name of that movie? I can't even remember that. I want to say Jodie Foster, but I don't think it's Jodie Foster. (laughs) Um, uh. I mean,
0: it's kind of that, except it's taking an inner city uh, guy and (laughs) making him teach a bunch of stuck-up assholes.
1: Gotcha. And
0: having them change the system so it's more, like, they learn that, like, learning is fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, life is fun. Oh,
1: yeah. and, you know, God, school. I cannot remember that movie. It's going to drive me crazy. It... Yeah. Uh,
0: the other one I had was another uh, school one. It's called um, Classroom of the Elite. Schools which are is... full of drama. Yeah. Uh, this one is kind of, uh, I want to say dystopian a little bit, but not really. really. But the situation is. Um, basically, they're, all these students are in this very specific type of uh, school and it's kind of like that thing we we're talking about earlier, where uh, money and points and like time, like similar kind of concept. Where um, in this school, you can do whatever you want. You can skip classes. You can shop all day. You can uh, you know you can dick around in all your classes, but your grades uh, reflect the amount of money you get, and basically the money you get is what you have to live on for the year oh so basically or you know or the before between midterms and whatever so like people that are in and they have kind of classes a through d and a are the kids with the uh highest grades and they have the most privileges and whatnot very parasite like or uh, one of the train.
1: <laughs> oh uh snow no yeah yeah Basically, bon jung Su or the yeah. director, <laughs> whatever his name is.
0: Yeah, and they get, like, so basically all the kids in this D class, it focuses on this one guy, it's just kind of, like, very kind of, like, flat affect kind of thing going on. And he's in the D class, and a bunch of them have their own various reasons for wanting to move up when they figure out that all of them are kind of wasting their money,
1: <laughs> Bong Joon-ho <laughs> just had to okay. say that
0: okay I thought you were looking up that
1: movie oh that's called dangerous minds also <laughs> okay yeah with Michelle Pfeiffer
0: so that oh Michelle Pfeiffer is I didn't guess her
1: yeah anyway
0: uh yeah and it's um kind of like moving up the system and then like kind of scrounging for points and then trying to move up in grades and it's all this kind of drama related to basically the situation that all the people that were placed in this lowest class are there for a reason like they're all kind of like you know delinquent types you know weirdos who didn't fit in you know the higher up classes slack off they have no money and a lot of people drop a lot of people move up and it's this weird kind of uh, you know fight. Not a you know, physical fight, but you know, it's battle with the other classes to get higher ranks and more points and
1: whatnot. Gotcha. Yeah, that I think I would like that. Like you said it's very snow piercery. Like yeah, trying to find yeah. your way up or uh, that that stuff does interest me. <laughs> I don't know for some yeah. reason I like the class system laid out in some sort of. It's very class system, and
0: it focuses us on this one kid who seems like kind of a sociopath. Like that's his whole, like you know, that's his whole like climbing up thing.
1: Hmm. Nice. Yeah. Interesting. What was it called again? Classroom or... of the Elite. Classroom of the Elite. I'm writing that yeah. one down. It's
0: probably on one of those services. Have guess.
1: yes. There's so many. Oh
0: yeah. I just found um I've been using that free service Tubby. Have you ever heard of that? I have not. It's like a new that, free no. there are two there are like a bunch of free streaming services and Tubby has a ton of it right?
1: Like you know how there's Quibi now, oh, which is really?
0: bullshit. Nobody hates like, nobody yes. likes
1: it. <laughs> yeah, I've heard I've never seen it, but I've only heard bad things about Quibby. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's a streaming service you can only use on your phone that you pay, like, ten bucks a month to use or something. Oh, like, okay. it doesn't work on any anything <laughs> other than your phone. Oh,
1: that's terrible. <laughs> the
0: best way to watch your entertainment.
1: Yeah, the smallest screen that you own. Yep. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Speaker.
0: Yeah. A music song or
1: band? Uh, I just had an artist that I could... Just an artist where drama follows her everywhere, and her songs are just full of drama. And uh, being a person of the 90s, can you think of a a dramatic solo female artist?
0: Drama? uh, I mean, Britney Spears came to mind, Mm, but it's not. Is it more like singer-songwriter?
1: Maybe. uh, She might sing. I don't know if she writes her own songs, but... Uh, she made a bunch of drama, and she accepted probably an MTV award. I don't know; it might have been another award. Um, but it's Fiona Apple.
0: Oh right.
1: She uh, just put out something recently. Did she? I was wondering yeah. if she was done I mean, She was done. Yeah, I think if she is... had done anything, within the past twenty years since two thousand, I guess. Criminal was her big hit. Criminal. Yeah, I just. Like
0: a the uh, yeah.
1: I, they all just sound the same to me. Do Do you like her at all?
0: I do. Yeah. Um, she didn't. I she didn't kind of um hit me the same way some of those other kind of singer songwriters at the time, like you know, in Alanis Morissette yeah. or Jewel and Um I know you're not a huge fan. But, uh, <laughs> no. Yeah. But, I,
1: uh, I I don't know. I
0: like that one song and I don't really know much
1: else about her. Yeah. Uh, I know she just makes a lot of drama. She made a lot of drama. I, I, Wasn't an MTV award. I don't know. She just made a big deal remember. about how like, what it doesn't it? matter and nobody's cool, which is true. I mean, like she's just like, no MTV does it award. Yeah, of <laughs> course. It, yeah. It definitely <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think she was booed off the stage or something, but I don't know. Maybe she's a nice lady. I just know. She's just full of drama. And her voice sounds you know, very... Even, I like her voice, but it just sounds full of drama, too. It's good for some yeah. drama.
0: She had a uh, Tori Amos situation in her, in her life. If you're familiar with
1: What? No. You know I, Tori Amos? Uh, I know of Tori Amos. I don't yeah, know of her both, situation. Uh, I don't want to put it this
0: way, but I don't... They both were assaulted at one point in their life. And they have written songs about them. I, think. I can't remember Tori Innocent's song, but um, I think "Criminal" was a uh, famous song. Gotcha.
1: Well, I'm not trying to victim blame here. I know, uh, I know, I know that. I just wanted to. I just <laughs> I wanted just to, want point. to put that. I just wanted to point out that out. Too. Yeah. I just wanted to point that out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: what'd you? Have? I, I mean, you couldn't. You couldn't have because uh, I mean, you didn't. There was no way it, of so. knowing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Well, I did not. Uh, yeah. I was to she did Price some stuff with, uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: She did some stuff with, uh, Vomley Island a while back
1: too. Oh, really? Well, maybe I'll yeah. think she's, uh, maybe I'll think highly, more highly of her if I watch that.
0: Um, she, do you remember, I think Natalie Portman did one too?
1: Yeah, she did a pretty scary that. rap. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, did Fiona Apple do an angry rap?
0: Uh, um, I think,
1: yeah. no, they did like, uh, Kind of a
0: hip hop, like weird, like sexy. Like song.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'll have to check that out.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, mine was the one you heard earlier. Oh yeah, Max Richter's *Infrà*. I played it for you earlier. Um, it doesn't have any lyrics. It's completely, um, you know, instrumental. It's a postmodern classical uh, piece that uh, the the guy makes a lot of um soundtracks for movies and stuff Um, and it's just like a very kind of emotive track where you know uh it's very it's got a lot of violins and kind of a lot of i don't know it's it's i think it's all electronic i don't think it's actually like uh done with real instruments
1: yeah uh i sadly found that out a lot of Composers uh, compose music, and they don't actually play at all. <laughs> I was like, oh. oh yeah, yeah.
0: Most anime music. Is
1: yeah, yeah. But still it's a talent. Still. I could never freaking arrange yeah. things like that. Like yeah. Multiple layers of things, maybe in film, but not on, not with my ears. Yeah,
0: but yeah, it's just a, uh, it's just it's my character's infra, specifically infra five, which was the one I I posted on my Facebook. Um, oh is it like
1: uh, uh, are there different infras I can't remember
0: I think it's like infra like inter info, uh, okay. or something like that I can't remember the track listing but it's just a very emotive kind of album It's all just kind of fits within this linear kind of uh, mood making stuff all of this stuff is kind of like that it fits very well in the linear fashion it's kind of very kind of you know uh, middle point kind of climax and then slow
1: resolution yeah i took a freaking like a composer's class essentially it was history of music maybe or something but they taught me how to like like arrange pieces and stuff and ugh, i can't remember any of the technical terms like the movement and the second movement stuff like that and they all i'm sure it oh, I, I don't know remember.
0: you used to play um clarinet, but i I feel like that is something that I fit would fit with a musician's kind of knowledge better than like a filmmaker's yeah. you know what I mean? That's no slight against you, but
1: Oh no, I don't have musicians' knowledge at all. I tried yeah. many different instruments and Yeah. I just don't have that. Yeah, I've got
0: like five instruments in here that I don't know how to play.
1: Yeah. Oh, timing. I just can't I can't keep time for the life of me.
0: Yeah.
1: And I can't imagine like i can't compose music in my head at all
0: yeah you know like um i I know you cook sometimes but can you if you didn't have a recipe could you make something yeah you know what i mean oh yeah
1: yeah
0: i mean but like could you like kind of freelance freestyle it freestyle something that was like that i would be like oh this is great (laughs) or would it be like you could eat and this is edible you know what i
1: mean Mate, well, see, here's the thing. I make a lot of stir fry, and it's very okay. interchangeable. <laughs> so it's okay. like um, I can put any meat and veggies and whatever, and like rice or noodles in there. So you you know with the show nailed it. Like, could you? Oh yes, like, you be, yeah. My kid like, loves that show.
0: Sure. Like, if you went on, nailed it. Like, would you just be like, I don't know what I'm doing? Oh
1: no, no, I can't do presentation at all. Okay. No way, no. Yeah. It's all about the taste for me. <laughs> But, yeah, yeah, for me,
0: freelancing is just like this is slop that I can will shove down my fat face.
1: Yeah, um, I guess if you just gave me ingredients and said make something with this, I don't know if I could do that. Like,
0: yeah,
1: I am a go tos, I guess.
0: I, I kind of mm. feel like it, it. There's some kind of like similar thing with music there that I'm just like it's something in my brain can't compose this into this, but it's a skill, you know. It's, yeah. you know, it's something we
1: like. Yeah. To cut of some slack. <laughs> yeah, I'll agree with that to make me feel better. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I,
1: I can cook for myself.
0: I I wouldn't want to give that shit to anybody else though.
1: Yeah, well, I can cook for myself and a nine year old with the, the, the same palate. So, you know, stir fries, burgers, uh-huh. steak. Lots of grilling. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I can grill the shit out of a steak. I, if somebody said, hey, freelance lasagna, yeah. I
1: might be able to. Oh, uh, I can do that. Yeah, lots of pastas. I can do pastas. Yeah. Pastas. Chicken yeah. parmesan. Yeah, pasta's pretty simple borderline racist i'm sorry
0: uh, people are fine with you know white ethnic racism i guess i guess writers.
1: yeah italians are white <laughs> yeah caucasian Yeah. Uh, uh, do you have a book i do, do you have, have a racist a book, book? <laughs> it might be actually i don't know i haven't reread it in a while probably almost 20 years at this point uh but I have fr- Frankenstein, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein sure, Dr. Frankenstein. which you mean the monster what?
0: And the monster
1: <laughs> yes um yeah, you may think this is a horror book, but it is actually a drama about a terrible sociopathic doctor who is so obsessed with death that he tries to reanimate the dead but then is unsatisfied with his own creation and therefore causes it to you know, abandon him and not know what to do and just kind of go crazy. Dr. Frankenstein here causing all this drama because he got what he wanted and then he didn't like it. But Have you ever read Frankenstein? No
0: um i haven't read a lot of horror books over the years like i think i am legend is one of the few and uh-huh. if you can't like uh you know scary stories tell the dark <laughs> no stephen king i've never read a stephen king anything me neither <laughs> yeah so. a guy from our, state. Yeah, from our state same with uh most who there, there was there? A, i've talked about it on the podcast he was a he was like a b probably even c-list stephen king from maine uh-huh. that has written like 90 books but like nobody knows who he is
1: well he was one of my
0: teachers in college
1: nice guy oh he was one of your teachers yeah i had a teacher who wrote a book about breaking bad
0: yeah <laughs> yeah this is like a science fiction author it wasn't stephen king from maine. it wasn't stephen king yeah
1: uh, Good guy. Uh, uh, nothing. <laughs> yeah, Kendrick like oh. is from Maine. Tony, <laughs> Tony Shalhoub also.
0: Uh, I remember that being such a selling point of USM. They're like Tony Shalhoub when he yeah. Oh, and like,
1: he did a graduation speech once. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean that's all I had for drama. Drama. Books are, I don't know, boring. I guess. <laughs> yeah. I can't. I know I had to read a lot of them for school, probably. Um, but I liked Frankenstein. And... Do you have any
0: books that you've reread?
1: Oh, uh, yeah. I, I reread Slaughterhouse Five. I reread. I think I tried to. Well, Great Gatsby's a drama. I tried to reread great gatsby i think he got halfway through mm-hmm.
0: um the, the famous
1: first date episode what oh yeah from our first date episode. <laughs> yeah yeah the pickup line uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh oh harry potter <laughs> just because i'm reading him about oh, right. at this point sure uh, that's that's all. Right. Isn't
0: a uh, Daniel Radcliffe like reading those online? So
1: oh yeah, I think they're getting like a few cast members to read some of it. That's cool. that, that's one good thing about <laughs> the pandemic. That's horrible is, pandemic, yeah. Is that celebrities are reading to people? Ming-Na Wen yeah, read Mulan, and that just woof made my heart sore.
0: Have you seen uh, Patrick Stewart reading um, uh, sonnets to people?
1: No, but he narrated yeah. my version of the audiobook A Nightmare Before Christmas, so oh. that's all I need from him. Or oh, was it Christopher yeah. Lee? Oh, it might have been Christopher Sorry, Lee. Sorry, Amon. That makes more sense. Yeah. Well, now I gotta find out.
0: Yeah.
1: But yeah, what'd you have for a drama book or a comic book?
0: Uh, I had a comic <laughs> book. Uh, I can't remember if I've spoken about this. I feel like I have. Sandman by Neil Gaiman, Gaiman
1: I don't know if you have because I've heard about it from a million bajillion people. It's supposed to be very good, correct? Yeah,
0: Yeah. Uh, I've never finished it. Um, I was at a point where I was deep into comics and buying too many uh, and exhausting my finances at the time. Uh, I got to, I think, volume 5 in the trade paperbacks before I but before I kind of gave up, but uh, it's a story of these, uh, they're not gods, they're called the Endless, and they're kind of like, they're, you know, the, kind of like the gods of their own domain, and the focus is on uh, Dream being the main character, and it starts off with him being captured by, like, a wizard, and then uh, everyone in the world stops dreaming because he's not around. Mm-hmm. And his, his other siblings that are the other, like, endless... And one of them is Death, which is, like, a hot goth girl. Oh, yeah. Um, one of, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of fan art of her. <laughs> 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 and there's a lot of regular good art of her. Um, one, is, I think, is Destiny. Um, I think Dementia is one. Uh, Despair. They're all D names, I believe. Mm-hmm it's been a while but uh they've got a lot of interesting chapters or kind of like arcs where one is kind of focused on um kind of a retelling of midsummer's night's dream with uh, all the endless part of it one has to do with this thing called the conventions which is about um a bunch of serial killers going to a convention for serial killers and so they're like kind of out and around the town and then like one of the endless shows up just to hang out with.
1: Hmm. It has to
0: do with the girl that is, like, part of the the endless world. There's also, like, weird appearances from, like, other DC comics, like, later on. Like, the right. Batman's there. Um, they've got, I think, uh, John Constantine. Like, that guy. Oh,
1: yeah. The Keanu Reeves. Or yeah. the guy who plays him in the show now.
0: Yeah, Yeah, a lot of weird stuff like that. And, you know, they've got a lot of weird arcs. The one I kind of ended on, I just kind of got sick of it, but I remember there was, like, a woman living in an apartment, and she had, like, a cut-off face nailed to the wall that would, like, kind of talk to her all the time. Weird. Yeah, yeah, it's weird.
1: Yeah, I I think they're making a movie or series. Uh, series would be better. Yeah, I, I, I think that might be it um but yeah neil gaiman i always like his stuff it's trippy weird crap <laughs> yeah
0: and i have one of his books i haven't read it it's called american gods which also is a show yeah that's what kind fun. of like based cool. on norse mythology in america
1: yeah oh, i should check out more of him i've read Coraline. i think that's and i like that <laughs>
0: I think the, the only like non fiction he's written I think he wrote like a Duran Duran biography or something like that. I think I think that's true. Huh. I know there's some like famous author that like he's got a bunch of fiction and then like a Duran Duran
1: biography, I think it's Haha. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. <sighs> Duran Duran Oh a video uh, yeah. Um, yeah. uh I have yeah well yes uh I never played any of them but okay. <laughs> I just thought of uh the telltale games for one just because someone will remember this <laughs> which is like I've never played any but I know there's like choices you make there's branching narratives and the telltale games right. which are like games based on... IP, like there's Guardians of the Galaxy one, there's Batman one, Minecraft, walking, walking dead. dead. Um So but every time or a lot of times when you like talk to characters and you like with the branching dialogue, you make a specific choice, it'll just say like up in the corner or blank will remember this. It's just, it's yeah. so dramatic. <laughs> like Yeah. Uh, that they're, they're gonna take that with them forever. Yeah. Uh, For the other game, though, I've watched playthroughs of Detroit Become Human, which, Uh, speaking of data earlier, ties in when he went on trial for, is he a man or is he property? Detroit Become Human is a game by a French guy, right? David Cage. Is he French? um,
0: Yeah, French-Canadian, I
1: believe. Uh, He also did Heavy
0: Rain, I
1: believe. Oh, yes. uh, All dramatic games. Yeah, they're all similar. I X think to Jason? John, is that his game? That, yeah, X to Jason. <laughs> is that yeah. Heavy Rain? Yeah. That is Heavy Rain, okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think he did. There was one other one in that. I want to say it's Fahrenheit.
1: Yeah, but yeah, he does all these games that are essentially like playable movies, minimal yeah. combat, lots of just like branching dialogue.
0: Right. It's like a lot of quick times also.
1: Yes. Like QTE. But yeah, Detroit become human like data is about androids and they're kind of enslaved and they're making their own free will and there's like three main characters I think that you follow. Uh, one is a uh, lady maid who's kind of a caretaker for this drunk guy. one is detective uh, like oh yeah he's the the, hostage negotiator yeah at the beginning yeah he's like the first like play like gameplay sequence and he's a hostage negotiator and kind of like a detective yeah he's a a sidekick to a guy a detective who's also a drunk and then there's uh, android jesus (laughs) who has the power to liberate androids or something (laughs) and he starts out as helping um uh, some old guy. They're all helping old dudes, <laughs> old white dudes. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. I saw the one of the maid that was like an abusive shithead.
1: Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Spoilers for this, but he has a daughter who he like the um, the drunk guy. The maid takes care of it, but the daughter ends up being an android at the end. And you're like, what? Uh, and it turns out, like, his daughter died or something. So, and his, I think his wife and daughter died. So he's just been keeping these, buying androids to replace them. He treats them like shit, so. Yeah. I mean,
0: he's um, trying to replace what he was. I, I'm kind of like, oh, that's a bummer, but also this isn't helping.
1: <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's all, it's all drama. It all, David Cage, it's... Seems to be about drama. Those are the of yeah. dramatic games I could think of. Like, I mean, they are very themed.
0: on the nose as far as their themes. Yes, it's clearly about like segregation.
1: Yeah, I don't know what Heavy Rain's about. <laughs> I know it's. Pre- I mean, it's kind, kind of, of about Jason. morality, right? Is it? Yeah, I know yeah, there's yeah, a I mean, kid that's. Is that uh, the like Origami like Killer that. one? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know much about it. I've just seen Prexus, to Jason. <laughs>
0: Meme uh, at the end. Also, the um, Life is Strange series.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. I've never seen any gameplay from those, though, but I've.
0: Oh, yeah. I've, I've seen a bunch.
1: <laughs> I've heard it. But same idea. Yeah, but I can't think of many drama games that I play. It's just the drama with my Islanders and Ammo Crossing.
0: Are you back on it? Like...
1: Eh, on and off, periodically. Yeah. I've been to... there in like weeks. <laughs> yeah i'm trying to make a nice looking botanical gardens but my joy cons are totally drifting right now and it's driving me nuts yeah i like to play animal crossing handheld while i have something on the tv that's kind of what i like to do with it but like i can't dig a hole in front of me right now because my character just keeps spinning around because my controllers are broken can you plug
0: in a controller to the
1: Probably, but that's just <laughs> then I just I mean, too many things gone.
0: I mean, I know it's not ideal, but
1: something. Yes. You no, know, I could very well connect my wireless controller and just sit the tablet in front of me, but I don't know. That's uh, it just seems less leisurely that way, I guess.
0: No, I, I get it. Uh, I should
1: just yeah, what did you have for dramatic games?
0: Uh, I picked one, and it's it's an action game, but it's got a lot of drama to it. I picked The Witcher 3.
1: Ah, okay.
0: So I've been playing a lot of that lately. And, you know, it's kind of a big open world where there's a lot of kind of, uh, there's a lot of Civil War stuff going on, where kind of living in this land that's kind of being overtaken by, I think it's uh, the temerians and they're often called the black ones because they've got this like this like dark black armor and they're oppressive and whatnot you know there are these all these little stories in the side quest where some of them are kind of like fun where it's like hey the statue's testicles have been cut off (laughs) and stolen and some are like hey my son's missing can you go find him and the thing with the witcher is Unlike a lot of games where it'd be like, Hey you go and rescue the sun, it's like it's always just like the sun's just dead, lying <laughs> the is dead somewhere. It's always just like, Hey, can you find my brother? He's just like around the back like having hung himself or whatever. It's like shit. You have to go back and be like, Yeah, he's dead. Jeez.
1: Give me my money. Jeez. So I've heard a lot about The Witcher Three. Is The Witcher one or two any good? Uh I've played The Witcher Two.
0: Uh, I like it. Um I think three is Better just because it's got more stuff going on it's newer um i haven't played one but i'm guessing that same thing still applies
1: yeah no yeah i've heard i've never played it but i've heard a bunch about it yeah it's good i I know you can sink a lot of time into it
0: yeah and i know there's a show on i haven't seen the show
1: yeah henry cavill it's -hmm. supposed to be okay yeah (laughs) serviceable
0: I mean, it's such a huge thing where it's like, you can't. I think it would be very hard to capture it fully, is like what it completely is. Especially if you're just following, like, one guy, you've got, you know, an hour to show, like, what he's doing or whatever.
1: Then there's books, right? Yeah, there's a ton of books. They're the original, right? The. Before yeah for the video so. game so yeah a video like game a, based on books that's interesting. written in
0: like sweden or something like All that right. or like a swedish authors
1: yeah i don't know have there have there been many book to video game adaptations
0: i mean probably i mean they're probably like um if you count manga or comic books yeah. i guess that kind of counts um, but I'm sure that there, I mean, oh, uh, I know Romance of the Three Kingdoms. Those are a ton of video games. Oh, I've never heard of it. Romance of the Three Kingdoms are, there's a ton of Romance of the Three Kingdoms games. It's based on, like, a Chinese, like, I've talked about it. It's also Dynasty Warriors. Dynasty Warriors oh, okay.
1: series. Gotcha.
0: Hmm. Um, and there's, like, you know, nine of those games. <laughs> Fourteen of, uh, Romance of the Three Kingdoms, and it's based on the same ancient Chinese text about the Han dynasty and the fall of the Han dynasty.
1: Okay. Hmm. And oh, there we go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's more, but it's in I can't think of any. There's probably a Sherlock Holmes video game somewhere. Oh, sure there is. Yeah, there's,
0: there's a bunch or, of Or like,
1: I guess there's, I know there's a Pagemaster video game, so does that count? Because that's like Two steps like, separated.
0: Yeah, I don't know.
1: Because it's about books. It's about a movie based on books. Oh. You ever seen the Page Master? Uh,
0: I, I think I've seen parts of it. I don't remember it. I remember it scaring me as a kid. Oh
1: yeah. So it's
0: like a creepy like book in the beginning
1: or something. It's Christopher Lloyd. It's a great '90s Christopher Lloyd role.
0: Yeah.
1: And yeah, it's sort a It's Macaulay Culkin, right? Yeah. And yeah, it gets sucked I, I into books. That. Yeah. Isn't uh, that
0: one of those partially animated things? Yes.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, it goes yeah. from live action to animation. Oh. Makes the transition. Whoopi Goldberg. Oh yeah, it was peak nineties. It's so nineties that movie. Yeah, you got yeah, you got live action animation, you got Whoopi Goldberg, you got Christopher Lloyd and Macaulay Culkin. And a video game based on it, which was supposed to uh, be—I guess it gets really hard at the end. It might be okay, but it's supposed to get brutally hard. One of yeah, it's a Lion King. It's on the Lion King level. Oh god, yeah, yeah. Aladdin, all those old games. You're gonna buy the re-release of Lion King and Aladdin, the re-release. Um,
0: I can't see myself doing that. Yeah. I mean, uh, to beat it, finally, it, would be, it seems like it would be nice, but I'm kind of like, why? Why do I need to play <laughs> yeah, this? Yeah, like, I
1: guess they super- they made it easy mode now. <laughs>
0: yeah. If there are better games that are older that I'd rather play, I'd rather play, like, an old Final Fantasy game than,
1: you know, Truth. Lion King. Have you played the Final Fan on uh, uh, Final Fantasy tangent, have you played the remake? No. <laughs> hmm. Okay. I hear it's good. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I would watch gameplay of it or like playthroughs, but I don't know. I don't have enough nostalgia for it, I guess, to to sit through it.
0: I mean, it's a lot of people are saying it's essentially a new game because yeah. they, they, at some point they, I think they're changing the narrative of the
1: original game. Yeah, I think there is. Yeah. Yeah. What I heard is
0: like I think there's speculation that they're going to change the infamous ending or the infamous middle point.
1: Oh, I don't even know what that is. Wait, I, it's kind of a famous. Oh, is, is this is, is someone die, die. Okay, I yeah. do know. Yeah. I do know that one. Yeah, I don't
0: know. I I mean, it's an old game, and I'm like, you just say right.
1: Maybe I don't know. It's supposed to be like super. Is it an old game now though that it's been re-released? <laughs>
0: I, uh, yeah, but we don't know if it's happening. In the game. <laughs>
1: that is true.
0: Speculation that it might not.
1: I, you, yeah, I'm pretty sure you. I I saw that moment on a G4 like countdown or something like most yeah. brutal gaming moments or something. Yeah, like gaming cut. Aerith
0: out. dies. Uh. Yeah, Sephiroth stabs her in the back and she dies, which is weird because in the entire game you just have Phoenix Downs so and you can just survive people.
1: that was always like
0: a weird like I guess that they're technically knocked out not killed I guess that's one way you could say like "Eh." true
1: Yeah. yeah I only yeah my nostalgia from Final Fantasy just comes from Kingdom Hearts that's the only time I've played as slash with those characters
0: right
1: but I know, I know I should check out Seven. That's the best one, I guess.
0: <laughs> it's kind of funny, because I never played Seven, but I
1: did play the
0: sequel, or the, the prequel, and the spinoff, but I didn't play the actual game. Huh. Yeah. They had weird. a prequel called Crisis Core, and they had a spinoff called Dirge of Cerberus. They also had a movie called Advent Children, which I've seen. <laughs> really? I've not played the game. Yeah. I've it, seen... It's like a CG movie. It's interesting.
1: Is it any way related to Final Fantasy The Spirits Within?
0: No, it's like okay. a direct like, um, sequel to Final Fantasy VII, the game.
1: Okay, so it has those characters in it. Yes. The ones who don't die. Yeah. Or maybe... I mean, there is
0: appearances of um, the ones, the who, do ones who do die. Yeah, you know? But but as spirits or
1: whatever. Gotcha. Spirits Within. No. Not spirits within. Wait. No, they they appear as ghosts. That's what okay. saying. <laughs> I'm trying. Does the movie? Do you remember that movie? Final Fantasy: The Spirits Within. I remember it. I don't remember seeing it. I remember. I remember seeing it, not knowing what the hell was going on. But is it part of the Final Fantasy no franchise lore? I <laughs> like,
0: think I it's part of like the Thirteen World, huh. like the world that's part of Final Fantasy Thirteen um but i don't know i've never seen it i remember when it came out and friends of mine saw it and they told me like the ending and i was just like i don't get what it <laughs> this
1: is uh, I, I saw it and i don't care what it is either i i, I think a planet exploded <laughs> <laughs> Sounds right. or like a weird gaia i remember gaia some sort of god called gaia that's what they kept calling it
0: yeah that sounds like that could happen <laughs>
1: and it came out of the ground. It was very much like the Linkin Park video. (laughs) Uh,
0: Points of Authority? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. It's a great video. It looks like StarCraft or something. uh, Yeah, it looks like Final Fantasy movie. Uh, Yeah.
1: Forfeit the game.
0: Yeah, I remember listening
1: to that song a lot. Oh, yeah, my favorite band for a while. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh man, that remix album, whatever it was called, I can't remember. Reanimation. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I knew it was re something. Yeah. I didn't get.
0: Um, I know that they came out with uh Meteora, and then they did a kind of a remix album of that. And then they oh, did they, they? I think so. Well, I know they did like the Jay Z like cover. Oh yeah, one. they
1: did the mashup album. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. I, I was a I, big fan. Him. Oh, me too. I know. <laughs> uh, all right. Ready to, to, to move in and on yep. uh, to Anna, maybe? Oh,
0: yeah. Excited to hear your opinions on that song.
1: Well, I can certainly say it's full of drama. Uh, oh, yeah. Garnered that from the first scene, pretty much. Uh, I watched the. Season one, which is all that's out yet, of. Vi- well, I didn't watch the whole season, but I watched the first three episodes of Violet Evergarden. Um, based on the English? manga. Sure. I did yeah. watch it dubbed. Yes. Okay. Um, and I was. And <laughs> I. I. So I started it one day. And I was like, uh, oh, I should start watching this. And from the first scene where it. Um, takes place with the titular character Violet and she's walking with someone who turns out to be
0: the general, the colonel.
1: Yes, Colonel Gilbert or yes. Major Gilbert. Major. Yeah. Um and you know, she sees this brooch and she's talking about his eyes and they're the same color as his eyes and I was like this is going to be kind of brutal and sad. I'm not going I'm not going to be able to process this today, so I had to start it on a different day. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, it's about Violet Who is a pretty much A s- uh, war soldier? Yeah Or um, a child of Yeah, a child war. who has kind of been conditioned to be a soldier But she's always just kind of followed orders Kind of been a blank slate yeah. um,
0: It's a very flat effect to her whole deal
1: Yes Everything she takes is an order or an assignment, and she kind of is very much a follower, can't even lead herself. She doesn't know how to lead her own life, which has been her final command from Major Gilbert, it turns out. Um, it turns out she was super injured at some point uh, after this exchange. She wakes up in a hospital, she's all bandaged. she's trying to write a letter to her Major... Um, they're obviously separated and apparently the war has been over for a while at this point and Lieutenant Hodgins comes to pick her up and he says, you know, he's a friend of Major Gilbert's and it's his orders Major Gilbert's last orders to her were to follow Lieutenant Hodgins and he tries to pawn her off on some old lady in a mansion doesn't work so he ends up taking her Violet to work for him at this postal service he started where he is the president and everyone refers to him as the president there um and she starts out working with uh, I wrote his name down Benedict Benedict in the mailroom and she is super efficient and super quick and cuz she's good at following orders and she doesn't know what to do with her life so she just works through the entire day and gets everything done very quickly But she has this, uh, she, I don't remember how she gets introduced to the auto memory dolls. Yeah. Um, I didn't write it down. I can't remember how, but auto, there's a department in the post office that are called auto memory dolls, which are essentially women who are ghost writing letters similar to, uh, what's his face in that movie we watched, uh, Joaquin Phoenix and her, yeah, yeah. Uh, They people go to this department of auto memory dolls, and you know, tell them what they want to convey in letters, and they kind of flush them up with flowery language and niceness, and try to get their feelings into the letter. And Violet really, I think she must over at some point she overhears uh, someone dictating a letter ending with i love you oh yeah and that strikes a chord with her because that is the last thing that the major said to her and we find out in a flashback that her and the major were like at some point really gravely wounded and she tried she had no use of her hands and she She tried to lose
0: both of her arms
1: yeah Oh yeah, is that what happens? I haven't seen yeah. her all the way up to her arms yet. Um yeah. so at some point we find out when she thinks she the old lady has burned her with tea that uh she's like, "Oh, she unwraps all her bandages. You think you're, I I thought I was going to see this horribly burned woman. Um but she has she's a freaking cyborg. She's got robot hands. Yeah. <laughs> and so this comes in handy with auto-memory dolls because she can type like hell. Um, it, I should probably mention this is like in some post-war, uh, early industrial age type era. Yeah, it does have some weird like
0: steampunky kind of stuff going yes, on Yes, yeah, because she has Clearly. robot hair. Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> But most everything else is like you know, Model T Fords, and yes. you know, typewriter is like the pinnacle of technology right now. Uh, but yeah, so she ends up, um, yeah, since the major said she loves, he loves her. She heard someone say "I love you" in the the Auto Memory Doll Place Ghostwriter Department. Uh, she wants to find out what this means because. Like I said, she's just a follower. She's never really had any emotion or exhibited a lot of emotion. Um, just, you know, does what she's told. And, uh, yeah, she um, she ends up second or third episode she, and second episode. She's kind of learned the ropes of auto-memory, kind of sucking at it a lot. She's introduced to the other car- the auto-memory doll girls. Um... We find out, I still haven't found out what's happened to the major. Uh, Lieutenant Hodges has said he's not coming back. Hasn't definitely said he's dead yet, which would be my assumption, but they keep teasing. They haven't outright said that he is dead. And Violet is very concerned when, with him and just wants to report for our next assignment. Um, I... I'd say the characters definitely make this show. Um, each episode seems to be narrated by a different character.
0: Yeah, that uh, seems right, yeah.
1: The first one is Violet. I believe the second episode is Erica, the other shy auto-memory doll. Right, the um, one wants
0: to be an author, right?
1: Yes. And she goes on to tell Violet like this story about the typewriter and how Dr. Orland invented the typewriter so his blind wife could be able to write. And I was interested to see if that story is true. It's not true. It's, yeah. But <laughs> that was like it, like how much is this base is real realism? None. <laughs> and, uh, and then the third episode is narrated by Lu Lusulia, who is or Lucullia. She is a, a girl, and, um, and Violet's. she takes a auto-memory doll class at one point. Yep. And Coolia is, like, the top marking. And Violet does not graduate, but then ends up pulling it out in the end. Um, and, yeah, we learn about her, like, the Coolia. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> her past, her, her brother, who's been affected by the war what is this war about? Um, I don't know, but, uh, yeah, the characters definitely make it. They're all compelling in their own way. I would hope we get to see them all fleshed out. Um, and I definitely want to know what happens with the major, but, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a bummer. It is graphic sometimes, but I did like it a lot. Um, especially, I know there's not a lot of episodes and yeah, there's a OVA and then there's a movie coming too.
0: Right.
1: Um, which I'd like to, yeah, I'd like to see all of it, really. And it's uh, very, I
0: think the animation's
1: great. That was the next thing I was going to mention. The animation is, like, on point. This won an award um, for best animation from someone, I can't remember who. But, yeah, yeah it's, it, I would say it's almost, like, some of the movie quality animation I've watched yeah. for anime bees.
0: This is, like, a kind of very Studio Ghibli-esque. Yeah. Ghibli-esque. Um, great uh, music to it also.
1: Yeah. Um, Each character has like their own eye color too. And it's just like, it's super vivid. Like it yeah. is, it's really good.
0: Uh, yeah. And it does definitely follow kind of like a, you know, a case by case thing where it's like her going to a different person and then writing up their whole thing. Yeah. Like all their letters. Like it's, but there is kind of the connective tissue of just her name connected to the major and, you know, their uh, kind of this job and whatnot and other various characters. But some of them, I don't think uh, there are some that she goes to and like other places that you just don't see. again.
1: Something. Oh, so it does look. Sulia not show up again? She
0: does here and there, but she's, ah, you know. Okay. she she's seems like, like they were gonna
1: be character. besties.
0: Uh, no, not really. Ah, it's too bad. But you mean, like, uh, the Major's, like, dickhead brother at some point?
1: Yeah, there was a flashback D-trick with him. Or yeah, and he and, like, Violet is actually a gift from his brother, that was kind of fucked up. Yeah. And maybe I guess he saved her from the war, so yeah. Points for that. Yeah. It's like Data. Is she property? Jesus.
0: Yeah. But yeah, I, I really like this series. It did make me cry in a couple episodes. Um I feel
1: like <laughs> The ones that are really rough
0: have to deal with people in various letters, like surrounding their children. So be aware of that.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Different situations.
1: Yeah, it didn't fully pull at me, but I can definitely see how it it will at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll probably keep going with this one.
0: Yeah, I hope you finish it. It's a, it's a good series and I will say this without giving anything away it does differ from the manga like they change a little bit of it okay yeah right. so I'm wondering if in the film they're gonna do something different
1: yeah I have no idea I guess it's been put on hold for now <laughs> as most movie productions have right Boo. Uh, but yeah. yeah Anna yes Good, All right. but
0: yeah this is one that I'm just like oh god so, time to cry
1: All right. yeah I definitely caught that like at the beginning just, like I said I like no we cannot handle this today um, and yeah even I think the second scene like it yeah the first scene is her and the major walking like through a market talking about like yeah. oh your eyes it's the same color as your eyes uh I knew I'd be okay the first time I saw them, like some super anime love quote at the beginning. And then yeah. the second scene is the Lieutenant going to pick her up and he like walks through a room and he sees a doll and like blood starts pouring out of the doll's sleeve. And it's just, it's super like the juxtaposition was like jarring. Um,
0: they have that very cinematic kind of thing with the uh, letter floating through the air Yeah, towards the beginning.
1: Yeah forest Gump style
0: yeah
1: uh, yeah see. good sweet alright and that's that's that We did we make it
0: yeah we're at we the made end
1: alright well then it's time for telling people where we can find us that's a great transition 49 episodes
0: well <laughs> uh, you know we're not good at this. So,
1: you know, <laughs> we just like doing it. Yeah, exactly. uh, You can find us at our website at wholegdshow.podbeat.com. Check us out on facebook.com slash wholegdshow. Tweet at us at wholegdshow. Uh, Caleb O'Ryan does our music. You can find him on Spotify, streaming services, all that good stuff. Rate and review us on iTunes or... Um, you're probably, you can do it right from your podcast app and, you know, tell a friend, spread the word. Talk to us, whole G show at gmail.com. Where can people find you, Jeff?
0: I am at uh, Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, at Rewrite RewriteLusha. Doing art and jokes and some other stuff. I also do the Whole GD Twitter every once in a while. Tweeting at people that annoy people really. <laughs> and mm-hmm. occasionally and very rarely doing YouTube stuff on full duty show YouTube. <laughs> yeah, there you go.
1: Yeah, so jumble around. You'll forward, find it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you'll
0: figure it out. All three Sweet. of my videos.
1: <laughs> nice. All right, and yeah, we'll catch uh GD listeners in the next GD episode. Bye. Good.
0: Bye. Like...